0: If if hey, what's up, everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, October 7th, 2019. This is our Monday Roundup Edition in case you missed any news over the last week. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. Last Tuesday, we covered the jaw-dropping new report just released by think tank RethinkX, which predicts that the meat and dairy industry will go bankrupt by 2030. Researchers say the drop in demand will be driven by new synthetic meat and dairy products that'll cost 50 to 80% less than similar animal-based food products. There's a glaring flaw in the report, though the researchers don't account for the obvious major pushback these inventions will get from industry. Here's why. Big Pharma and Big Chemical both derive primary profits from big meat and dairy production and consumption. For example, 18 of the top 20 Big Pharma products sold worldwide are pharmaceuticals that treat diseases associated with animal-based foods. It's the same with Big Chemical. Big Chem derives primary profits from all the fertilizers and pesticides it sells for global meat and dairy production. Plus, all three of these industries drive primary demand for big oil. And the sale of big oil and petrodollars props up the value of the US dollar, which maintains primary profits for big banks. These massive multi-trillion dollar industries are all mutually reliant on big meat and dairy production. And the researchers are naive to ignore the obvious, massive pushback that'll come from the corporatocracy. Last Wednesday, we introduced our new Whistleblower Wednesday series, where each Wednesday, we'll focus the whole program on a key whistleblower, the folks who work to reveal the secretive corruption of the corporatocracy whistleblowing has a long established tradition in America. It's a patriotic act of civil disobedience. As we explained, the US was pretty much founded by whistleblowers. Most folks are familiar with the iconic whistleblower leaks of the past, like the Pentagon Papers, the Watergate Scandal, and the Powell Memo, or the iconic whistleblowers of today, like Edward Snowden, Chelsea Manning, and Julian Assange. But there are literally hundreds of whistleblowers who have revealed key corruption by the corporatocracy, whose stories have been buried by the power elites. Each Wednesday, we'll shine new light on those and more. Last Thursday, we reported on the very desperate and deadly situation from peasant farmers, environmental activists, and the poor in the Philippines which is now ranked as the world's most dangerous nation for environmental activists. The Philippine Army is basically a hired death squad for the major U.S. corporations that operate there. And the U.S. Defense Department is using our tax dollars to fund that death squad at a rate of 200 million per year in military armaments and intelligence personnel. Congress approved that spending under the veil of a war on drugs in the Philippines. Sound familiar? We outlined the long history of struggle for the Filipino people, and we showed how the Philippines is a good case study for why mass-organized boycott is the best and most strategic tool we have in our shared fight against the US-led corporatocracy. And last Friday, we shared an article just published in Jacobin Magazine by author Kianga Yamada-Taylor. In her article, Kianga explores the progress of the Black Lives Matter movement since the Ferguson uprising in 2014 and asks five years later, do Black Lives Matter? She's a brilliant author with a keen perspective on how pathologizing of Black crime in America naturalizes Black inequality. We looked for historical examples that might support her thesis and indeed... We found stunning leaked audio and direct testimony which prove that the pathologizing of black crime has been meticulously orchestrated at the highest levels of power in America, most specifically through the so-called war on drugs. Americans are basically socially programmed for racism. And as the leaked testimonies confirm, it's all about social control to keep us divided against each other and against our own collective self-interest. Black lives can matter, Kianga concludes, but it will demand a struggle to not only change the police, but to change the world that relies on the police to manage its unequal distribution of the necessities of life. Kianga's analysis begs a disturbing question. How is the police violence and so-called war on drugs in the U.S.? different from the U.S.-funded War on Drugs in the Philippines. As the evidence shows, both efforts are designed to divide and suppress the poor and working class, and to protect the profits of the corporatocracy. We can fight this corporatocracy, but we cannot and would not fight it with violence, nor can we expect to ever vote such corrupt and moneyed elites out of power. Mass-organized boycott is the best and most strategic tool we have in our shared fight against the US-led corporatocracy. If you wanna learn more about how all of us in the work of global justice can join together and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table, to end all of this oppression, corruption, and destruction, and to save our planet, please go to our website at wakingjustice.org, check out our about page, Listen to our first podcast and consider getting more involved. You can fill in the Join Us form at the top right of the web page. Or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org for more information. We'd love to hear from you. We're running out of time, y'all. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. It is justice is rising justice is waking justice is rising justice No, it's staying tall and keep dropping the justice knowledge. Justice is waking, justice is rising, and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's love.